Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 448, recorded live on Saturday, January 30th, 2016. And here are your hosts, the man who will hopefully be here in 52 weeks, Dave Pillay. Hi, hi. And the man who is starting a countdown, Andy Lowe. Hi. Um, um, Andy? Yeah? What's happening in 52 weeks? What episode is it, Dave? Uh, it is probably episode 448. Yes. Okay. It's just, the, the way you, you said it made it sound like you weren't planning on being here in 52 weeks. Oh, no, 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 no. I just realized that is episode 448. Next, this time next year will be episode 500. Uh, isn't this year a 53-week year? I don't know. I know we have the leap day. We do have leap day this year. Let me go to my date calculator. Start date today. Add 52 weeks. Saturday, January 28th, 2017. So essentially 52 weeks from now. All right. Yes. That's assuming we don't, you know, miss a week. True. Somewhere along the way. Count on it by February. (laughs) Very true, yes. No. By February, we should be in the 500 range. <laughs> it will be within spitting. To, God, what are we going to do for 500 episodes? I don't know. It's like we, Crazy. Should do, we should do something, but I don't know what. Upload the entire history to YouTube. Every episode. Just put it on YouTube. Put the logo up. Nothing else. Now I'm just curious to see how long the upload would be. Long. Yeah, because it's uh, 27 first, megabytes. Andy? Yeah? First, you would have to download them all. I've already got them all downloaded to my computer. Do you? Yeah. Oh, cool. Let me Hold on, let me double check that. Including I... the lost episode? No. Aw. Because it's lost. It, I think it really is a lost episode. I don't think I have it anymore. The episode that should not see the light of day. Uh, let's see. All right, podcast. Episode 00, episode 1, episode 1. 1.5, 2, 3, 4, all the, yeah. 449 episodes. All right. Well then. Dang. <laughs> That's a big number. Yep. Oh, that also includes the episode 74, PAX 08 special. The three-parter? Yes. Yep. That was fun to do. Maybe that's what we should do for 500, is get all those people back. Get the Leap Bix and Epic Default crews back. Yep. Be like, hey guys, so uh, who's still making podcasts five years, six, seven years later? Uh, nine years later. Holy shit. Yep. So hello, Andy. Dave. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing much better now that I don't think that you're going to, like, quit the podcast within the year. That would be an interesting episode 500. It'd be like, episode 500, peace, I'm out. No! I don't I'd know, get up to record. Saturday I, afternoons back. I, it's, it's Saturday mornings. I only lose my morning to this. True, 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 true. I would get the, the day back, but no, this is too fun. Besides, if we didn't do this, I'd, I'd hardly hear from you. That is also true, yes. 
Still be the random chats on Hangouts. Yes, which we would then have to publish in a blog. No, no, we wouldn't. <laughs> the random hangout. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the random access hangout, where Andy and Dave just talk crap. Yep. So, should we actually talk about topics or or more crap? Well, I. It's one of those things where I still don't know what I'm going to do. For, I've got a year to plan episode 500. I'm I'm actually kind of serious about let's just upload everything to YouTube. Oh, God. Let's make a random access channel and upload all of the episodes. Isn't there a limit on the, the length for YouTube videos? Not anymore. Oh, there isn't? No. They pulled that off a long time ago. Oh. We talked about that. I thought it said by default you can upload videos that are up to 15 minutes long. To upload longer videos, verify your account with the following steps. Okay. I think I could verify an account. Yeah. So topics. Yes. The, the random crap that we, we like to talk about. What sort of random crap do we have today? Well, we got some video game news, which is how we started, so we could start there. Sure. So remember how we talked about how Xbox said that they weren't going to announce their install base numbers anymore? The, yeah. Or instead they were going to talk about like Xbox Live memberships and all that junk without actually yeah. saying how many people own an Xbox One? Yes. Well, in a roundabout way, we actually know what the number is. Okay. How? Well, during a financial call, EA's CFO stated that the current... Uh, number of current gen consoles in the hands of consumers is 55 million. Did, did he forget that Sony and Nintendo both published their numbers? Well, they do publish their numbers. So we know how many numbers to take away from 55. Just doing some basic subtraction um, leaves around 19 million Xbox Ones out there, which is so, actually currently about half of the 36 million PS4s. Yeah, and that's not including Wii U's. So yeah. I, I'm assuming he didn't include Wii U's in the original figure, the 55 million. So yeah, 19 million, which means they're getting their butts handed to them by PlayStation. Yeah, I'm, they're selling at 50%. What was the original Xbox 360 PS3 battle? Um, to, well, you put that up there. If you compare the Xbox One sales versus the 360 at its current state and lifespan, mm-hmm. Xbox One is actually ahead of the 360. Right. So, it's not like it's bad, it's just not as good as the PS4. Well, you have to remember the PS4 is everyone who had been on PS2s as well as PS3s. There were a lot of people on PlayStation 2. Yeah, there were. Oh, PS2. New TVs don't come with a VGA connector. By the way, just want to throw that out there. What the hell? New TVs don't come with a VGA connector anymore. Yeah, because they're all going to digital-based. But I have things that connect through VGA. Well, get with the digital revolution, man. I had to go buy a different connector for my Xbox 360 so I could plug it into my new TV. Is this the your 50-inch TV? Uh, this is the 42-inch TV. Ah. The 50-inch TV, I learned from the 55-inch TV. And so the first thing I did was we opened the box, we lifted it out, we plugged it in, before even taking off most of the, the plastic wrap. 
and turned it on. Good call. And the screen was cracked. Oh. Like, major, major, major screen crack. Like, hang on, because I will send you this picture. I'm waiting in anticipation of how bad this is going to be. It's sending. Oh, that is bad. Yeah. So we turned it on, we saw that, and we unplugged it and lifted it back up and put it back in its box. That's the other, he ordered a 50-inch TV after ordering a 55-inch TV. And so far, neither one of them has come in a working state. Yeah, where are you ordering from? Guess. Um, Amazon? Nope. Uh, Well, indirectly, yes. Woot? Yeah. Ah. Think of it as Amazon's clearinghouse. Hey, look at that. There's a 55-inch TV on Woot right now. That's kind of funny that we're talking about TVs on Woot, and then I go to Woot, and right off the bat. There's a 55-inch Ultra HD. Yes, 4K. Yep. I'm sorry, Super Ultra, right? That's what the SUHD? Yes. Yeah, because Ultra HD is technically 2K. But keep people kind of just skipped over that one and went straight for Super Ultra HD. Which is? 4K. Okay. So all 4Ks are technically SUHD. I, I do believe so. Now I think we're getting semantics of exactly what they are. I see. I'm tempted to try again, but this is like $200 more than the 50-inch was. Oh. SUHD actually does not have an official uh, designation. It's just Samsung being Samsung. It's Samsung being Samsung, yes. Yeah, we're going to throw an S in front of it because we can. Okay, so Ultra HD is 4K, and then Samsung just threw an S on there just because it's Samsung. We want to just be special. We're Samsung. Goddamn Samsung. Yeah, I'm okay with our 46-inch TV that we have. Nice. Yeah, 46 inches is pretty good. Yes, and this one also has analog inputs, so I can... It's probably not a uh, Ultra HD, then, is it? No. Nope, nope, nope. Just classic HD. (laughs) 1080p with a 60 hertz refresh rate, and I'm okay with that. Oh, speaking of resolution, my sister actually uh, texted all of us uh, in a family chat going, Hey, uh, we're finally going to go see Star Wars. Oh, but it's it's been out for a while. Yes, well, she's also, you know, got three kids under three, which are the twins who are a year old. Yeah, that that makes it a little harder. Yeah. So she was like... indeed. She's like, should we go see it in IMAX 3D or regular 2D? And you responded? I responded first off going like, I saw it in 3D and I didn't think it really added anything to it. I was also going to go see if the theaters over there were still running the 70 millimeter, but it turns out they're not. Yeah, fun fact, there was another version of Star Wars out there in 70 millimeter IMAX. Oh, which that one was actually in 2D rather than 3D. Ooh. I think the nearest one for us right now is down in Indianapolis, so it's a bit of a drive. (laughs) But later it was like, just figure out what showing for you guys works best and go see it in that one because you you need yeah. to go see the movie you, you need to see it one way or another so just yes. go see it don't worry about like is this the best format for seeing it is this the highest just go see the movie if your free time starts at 6 30 go to whatever showing is closest to 6 30 
just get out of the house and go see it. Yeah, yeah. I should go see it again. It was a really good movie. I was very, very pleased to watch it. Uh, really? If you do want to we, know why, I could put that as my random review. Do we do we want to get into that right now? Are you are you sure? Are you comfortable with that? I I could I could do that as my random review. I could move my current one over, and we could talk about Star Wars as a random I, review. Hmm, I don't know. I feel like I need to go see the movie again before really reviewing it. Moving on. More game news. Yes. EA has decided that this year they will not attend E3. Instead, they will host its own EA Play event, same time as E3, in the nearby Club Nokia. Wait, wait. So, we are going to go to E3, but we're going to be in LA at the same time as E3 running a game event. Oh, sorry, no, it's going to be the uh, weekend before E3, because E3 okay. is... Okay, E3 is I, technically the 14th through the 16th, even though everything happens on the 13th. Yeah. And this EA Play event is going to be the 12th through the 14th. Wait, but that's the same... That is the same, right? You it's just said be, everything happens on the 13th. Yeah. And then EA uh, E3 starts the 14th, right? Yes. But EA starts the 12th and goes through the 14th. Yes. So it overlaps with E3. Yes. So it's designed for the people who are going to E3. But this one is about players first. Yeah? How many players are they inviting to this event? Uh, they have not said yet how they, uh, how the tickets, because they they're going to require tickets to attend, <coughs> and the publisher has not yet said how they be distributed. Right. I'm going to throw my own E3 with hookers and blackjack. Oh, man, I've seen that meme way too often recently. Yeah, but it, it, that's what they're doing. Yeah. What the hell did the ESA do that they didn't like that they said, we're just going to throw our own party? I'm not sure. I think it was, though, uh, the fact that Bethesda last year, because normally Monday is the, the day for all the press releases, right? That's like the E3 news day. Yeah. Bethesda kind of bucked that and, sorry, went to um, Sunday for an announcement. And according to most of the trackers, most of the news talking about at E3 was the fact that, you know, Fallout 4 was announced. Yeah. So maybe EA's deciding, hey, you know, we want to be close to that same window because everybody's paying attention to video games but, around this time. But that's that's a fallacy. That's, that's stupidity, and I don't believe the people at EA are that stupid. People weren't talking about Fallout 4 because it was the first thing announced. People were talking about Fallout 4 because it was Fallout 4. Yes. So running your own event before E3 is not going to... First off, the story is going to not be EA is coming out with these games. The story is going to be EA boycotted E3. That's not helpful. And then even if they do get like some news about, hey, here's what EA is doing, the way modern media works... They could do that right now. So the, the the question that I'm thinking now is, no Nintendo at E3, no EA at E3. No Blizzard. No Blizzard. So they just do BlizzCon. Who's left? Sony, Microsoft, Ubisoft. Bethesda. Not Bethesda. that they're going to announce anything. No. 
Oh, they might announce like a uh, a DLC. Yeah, but no, it's not going to be anything as big as last year. No. <laughs> Bethesda announces Elder Scrolls 6. Ooh. What do you mean, ooh? You you do realize if they announced Elder Scrolls 6, it would be as big an announcement as Fallout 4 was, right? Uh, actually, no, I have no idea. It's Elder Scrolls is kind of like Skyrim, right? Yeah. Okay. If by kind of like, you mean Skyrim was Elder Scrolls 5. Oh, you see, my, my first-person RPGs are currently limited to Fallout 3. Okay, so Bethesda did the, the Elder Scrolls series before they took Fallout. There was uh, a, a number of them, including things like Oblivion and Morrowind, which perhaps you have heard about. Yes. Elder Scrolls V was Skyrim. Elder Scrolls Six will be whatever they do next. Okay. Got it? Yes. Okay. Because it's not just going to be an ooh, it's going to be like, holy shit, they're releasing another one. But I... So, the uh, the ECA has actually responded, or sorry, the ESA has responded to this for EA going off on their own. Yep. They said, EA's player experience underscores E3 as a global launchpad for video game news, announcements, and excitement. As always, we continue to look forward to their contributions to E3 week and can't wait to play the games ourselves. Huh. So they're like, yeah, I know, they're, they're, uh, I, I don't know, I feel like the ESA is trying to save face with that statement going, yay. Player experience underscores as the global launch pad for announcements with contributions. I mean, it, it's essentially saying what I was saying. Like, they're not part of E3. They're part of E3. Yeah. Like, it's the importance that everyone's in the city. Everyone's, oh, this is, this is the stupid thing in the world. Okay. Well, now, hold on. I'm very curious to see how far away... Yeah. The Club Nokia is from where the E3 is. So how far is Club Nokia from the L.A. Convention Center? Los Angeles Convention Center. Hell! It looks like it's right next door. Yeah. Really, the only difference is the Staples Center is in the way. Yeah. Wow, they they aren't even, like, going far. They're like, yeah, we're going to hold our own, literally hold their own. Next door. Next door. Next door. So people can go to both. Yeah. They wanted to get out of some sort of contract that the ESA requires them to sign for participating in E3. Are they still members of the ECA? EA? Yeah, they've got to be. They have to be. ESA, by the way, not the ECA. Yeah, sorry. ECA is the consumer one. Yeah. It's the same company. It's just the other side of it. Yeah. No, not the European Space Agency. Members. Yep, EA's a member. Yeah, yeah. So I I actually have to take back what I said, because I had called this the stupidest thing in the world, and it's not. Because the stupidest thing in the world is a letter that was written by six senators, including, I am sad to say, one of Wisconsin's. A letter to Chairman Tom Wheeler and the FCC saying... We don't really think that your new definition of broadband is actually what it should be. They are concerned that this arbitrary 25-3 megabits per second benchmark fails to accurately capture what most Americans consider broadband. That is from the letter 
I am, by the way, intimately familiar with this letter because it's my senator who wrote it. Well, he didn't write it. He signed it. I'm willing to bet I know who wrote it, and it wasn't any of those six people. No, it's probably somebody who had a Comcast in their name. Or the National Communication Telecom, whatever. Oh, the NTSB? Yeah. No, not the NTSA. Traffic Safety NTCA. Board. There we are. NT- God, there's so many freaking acronyms. They all begin with N or E. Or I. It's the NTCA or NCTA. I don't remember which one. Uh, yeah, they, they are probably the ones who wrote it. But they, I, oh my God, it just went on and on. It, it's like a two-page letter saying, you're wrong, stop screwing the cable industry. And most of the, most of the, the people who signed it, let me pull this list up. Where did they go? Where's the actual letter? Come on. Where'd that actual letter go? Letter says the actual actual letter as well. I got it. All right. Uh, We write to note our concern, et cetera, et cetera. Signed. Oh, God, it doesn't put the damn states on there. Do you want me to tell you who the six are? Yeah. Steve Daines from Montana. Okay. Uh, Roy Blunt from Missouri. Just give me the the states. It's Montana, Uh, Montana, Missouri, Missouri, Uh, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Colorado, and MS is, uh... MS is Missouri, isn't it? I thought that was Massachusetts. No, MA is Massachusetts. MS is Mississippi? Ah. Yeah, I think so. Yep, MS. Mississippi. So Mississippi, Montana, Missouri, Wisconsin, Colorado, and Nebraska. Yeah. What do you know about these six states? They have a very low population density in our um, Midwest states. Yeah, well, Mississippi isn't exactly Midwest, but they're all pretty rural states. Yes. Which means they are the groups that are getting hit the hardest by all of a sudden, no, the rural communities that you have that have four megabits per second isn't actually broadband. So these are the companies that are taking the government subsidies to roll out broadband to everybody and it's but now not they have really to roll out faster broadband much faster everybody. broadband you know actually broadband yeah my favorite line in the article is stating the fact that there are no current apps available that could use up to 25 megabits per second in the letter that they sent yes yeah which granted is true you yes. do not have a single application that's going to use that bandwidth well, actually, uh, 4K video from Netflix kind of recommends 25 megabits per second, but they don't state that per because stream. I guess they don't want ultra HD content anymore. Per stream. Yeah, per stream, 4K content it's, on Netflix, they it's, recommend 25. It's not just 25. 25K, it's 25K per, or 25 meg, it's 25 meg per stream. So if I am watching Netflix upstairs and Laura is watching Netflix on the exercise equipment, that is... 50 megabits If you're both watching 4K TV, but you currently don't have a 4K television. I'd have one in the basement, and if the other one that had been delivered hadn't been broken, I would have. True. Okay. That's two 4K TVs. I stand corrected. My apologies. Both wireless, which is to say they are both on the the Wi-Fi network and have Netflix built into the TV. On a side note, I really need to start buying things with my Android Pay so I can actually get the uh, Chromecast. Yep. 
I keep looking for opportunities to do so. They don't come up very often. No, neither do mine. But yeah, like ah, oh. let me let me let me put this into context of how much I was angered when I when I read this letter. I wrote my congressman. Whoa! I actually went and looked up Ron Johnson's webpage and found the contact Senator Johnson and wrote a letter telling him I was very disappointed and very concerned. I actually, I, I used the same language. Like, I'm writing to express my concern with regards to et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because you're an idiot. Pointing out that this probably wouldn't have been an issue if not for the $36,000 that were donated to, to his campaign by the Verizon, AT&T, and NTCB or NCTB, whichever it is, group. I wrote my congressman. That's that's something is what that is. Yeah, that's that's how angry this letter made me. Like you fuckers. Essentially, I I didn't call them fuckers. That would have been a very poor taste. Uh, but what I did say is like I urge you to reconsider your position and trust the FCC and Chairman Wheeler. Which holy crap! What he he's been the the FCC chairman for what like five years, six years, something like that. I remember when he was. He was nominated to that spot. You and I were freaked. We were, yeah, we were flabbergasted is what we, we were. We were terrified because he had been the lobbyist for the cable industry. But I, I am willing to admit we were wrong on that. Tom Wheeler has done a fantastic job in, in providing service to this country. Which was really funny. We still haven't even talked about the most recent FCC news, and I don't even think it's on the list. What's the, the most FCC is FCC? stating that uh, they want to get rid of cable boxes. Yeah, saying that they should just you know, on average, consumers are paying two hundred thirty-one dollars a year to rent those boxes. So it's like Tom Wheeler said, that's twenty billion a year in rental fees for these things. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, let's get rid of those. They aren't needed anymore. So they're going to vote on a notice of proposed rulemaking on February 18th, which then will open up the public comment period, which could result in the new rules for the cable boxes being implemented later this year. So, yeah, no, it's this, I, yeah, 2013, we all were like, Tom Wheeler, go oh, away, crap, go away, go away. And then he started doing like really good things. We all thought it's literally like Fox in the hen house. Yeah. But no, it's. It, it, I don't even know how to change that analogy. Fox who starts guarding the hen house? Sheepdog? Mm. I don't know. Do you use sheepdogs to protect chickens? I don't know. I don't have chickens, so I can't really tell you. I don't have a sheepdog. I have a shepherd, technically. He's half shepherd. Okay, back to topics. What else do we have? Tesla. Next month. Because this is going to come out in February. They're going to unveil the Model 3 finally. This is the the consumer one, right? Yes. This is the price around $35,000 one. So like a high-end Prius would be comparable to a Model 3. Yes. Okay. 20% smaller than the Model S, more than 200 miles per charge. Whoa there, when you say more than 200 miles per charge... What do you mean, like 201? Probably. Okay, so we'll just say 200 miles per charge. Okay. That's probably not with, like, winter tires. 
Probably not. So that could get me maybe to Chicago on a single charge. Yeah, but it maybe. couldn't get you here. Yeah, no, next month. Finally, we'll get to see what we've been hoping to see for frickin' forever. What would they have to price it for you to get it for your next car? I would have to see how it handles in the snow. Because there is a reason why I have an all-wheel drive Ford Explorer. Well, so they they say it should be out in late 2017. Yes. So you go, oh, but there's no dealerships to go to. No, I'd have to go to another state to try and test drive it in the snow. Huh. Yeah, that kind of sucks. People in California tend to forget that there's snow. <laughs> yeah, they do. Although it's like people recently, talk about all this autonomous vehicle stuff there, I'm like, well, how does it handle when there are no lane markers to see because everything is covered in an inch of snow? Or ice. Or ice, yes. Or both. Which is why I'm glad, you know, that the, the Michigan, the Ann Arbor test track area is available for use because it's simulated roadways, and as we all know, it snows in Ann Arbor. Yes, it does. Quite a bit, although evidently not not lately. No. I heard they've had very little snow this year. I think our snow to date compared to last year is like 80 inches less. Uh, do we have... I'm looking. UW Climate Summary for Milwaukee and Madison. As of January 30th, 2016. Wow. Okay. Um, precipitation... Month to date, 0.5, I assume 0.5 inches. Normal value is 1.65. Last year was 0.78. Since December 1st, 4.3. Normal value, 3.6. Last year's value, 1.1. So a lot more than we normally get since December, because we had a huge storm in December. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, it's just precipitation. Snowfall. Here we go. Uh, snowfall since December 1st, 14.5, normal value 24.4, last year 12.6. So we've got a little more than last year, but way less than we're supposed to get. Now, where are you looking for this? This is the uh, AOS, AOS, what the hell is the AOS? AOS.wisc.edu. The Department of Atmospheric and Oceanic Sciences huh. at the University of Wisconsin. I know that building. I see that. That's what all that weird equipment is at the top of that building. AOS.wisc.edu, Department of Atmospheric and Oceanic Sciences. They have a climate summary that they publish daily. Really? Yep. Which is actually really cool because it means that I could... If they publish it daily and it's always in the same format, it means I could actually scrape it for data every day. You could. Yes, you could. I'm here trying to go through the weather.gov website and I just... Uh... Current text observations and forecasts. Ooh. The weather observed at Madison at 10.53 a.m. Central Standard. The skies were cloudy. Temperature, 36 Fahrenheit, dew point, 30 Fahrenheit. Relative humidity, 81%. Woo! 10 miles visibility. Man, this this kicks ass. Yeah, no, I don't have anything like this, and I'm kind of bummed. They even have links to satellites. Satellite imagery. Current satellite images. 
visible or infrared image centered on Madison, Wisconsin. What's the time code on the image? January, yeah, third January 30th at 5.15 UTC. That's literally 15 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Michigan's in there. You, you can see yourself. Oh, look, there we sort of are. So you can see the cloud cover. That's the uh, visible or infrared image. Well, they even have uh, animations on there, too. A flash animation. Well, that's impressive. I didn't know Flash was still around. Java might not be, which we can actually segue into actual topics again. Yeah, why do you think I brought that one up? Oh, it's a good one then, Dave. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. That actually was a planned segue. I was was dropping the seeds for you. Oracle will kill the Java browser plugin with Java JDK, that's Java Development Kit number 9. Yay! Although that's going to really suck for my dad because he's going to have to rewrite all of his web pages. I warned him. Well, it says you can uh, go to the Java Web Start platform. What the hell is the Java Web Start platform? I don't know. But that's what they say. Instead of using, you know, the Java browser plugins, use the plugin free Java Web Start technology. I hope they make it easy to convert from one to the other. You would hope so, yes. Okay. So, yeah, that's a that's a thing. Java, the Java applet browser plugin thing is going away. I never understood it. And I programmed with it, and I never understood what the hell was going on. What do you mean? The the Java applet plugin? Yeah. Like I never really understood what was happening, what was calling what and where this thing lived. Yeah, I've actually got some of our uh, programs at work that basically it's like an automatic FTP downloader uh, for some of our shows are using Java. Mm-hmm. So I actually can't, uh, I, I cannot update to Java 8 on those computers because if I do, it will break the downloads. Hmm. So I wonder what they're going to do now that, you know, Java is going to break even more. Beyond that, though, I think it's just like I said, I just have the, the one meter readings for stuff that are brim off of Java. Everything else, I think, is all HTML-based. Nice. Or JavaScript. Or JavaScript, yeah. So speaking of um, possibly breaking things, CERN and the LHC. So when, when, you, when, you, when you upgrade things, like you're, you, know, you, you get a new, I don't know, TiVo for you, Andy, and you go to plug it into your TV, you swap out the old TiVo, right? Yes. You, you like unplug it and you plug in the new one and you're good to go. Or even since it's probably the same cables, you just change the cable over to the new one. Yes. Well, that's, that is a simple piece of machinery. What if you have something like the LHC? Well, then when you put in the new piece of equipment that replaces something else, you really just like leave the old thing there and plug in the new thing. They've run into a problem. They have too many cables. And they need to get rid of some of them to make room for new things. So they need to go in and identify 9,000 obsolete and unused cables. Now, they already have found and disconnected 2,700 of them. That's good. That leaves 6,300 to go out of the how many tens or hundreds of thousands of actual cables. Yeah, no, I, I look... At some of these pictures. Oh, it hurts. And I think about where I work 
and house, you could put up some of the pictures that I have from work next to some of these and go, oh, yeah, these are the same place. This is the oh God. I think there's a subreddit for like cable yes. management. Yes, yes, there is. Uh, if you want to look at the good stuff, it's um, uh, I think it's our uh, cable porn. Cable porn. I swear to God, Andy. Okay, good. Yep, there yep. it is. Slash r slash cable porn. It's not actually porn. And if you want to look at the messy stuff, that's cable fail. Well, I can I can hear the quality of this call sync when I hit Reddit because I do the load all images. Oh geez. Yeah. This see this is good cable management. The LHC is really 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 bad cable management. Jeez. <laughs> so now I'm looking at the cable fail one, and there's no joke. Uh, somebody who spliced uh, a bunch of cables together for something, and then they put a cocktail umbrella over it to try and keep it out of the rain. Where is this cable fail? Yeah, which I'm on there. Which one? Uh, scroll down to forecast is rain. I don't have it. Might be on page two. Hold on, forecast is rain. There it is. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, look at that. Little little parasol. Yep. Wow. I'm just amused that the fourth article on here is the fact that certain engineers have to identify and disconnect 9,000 cables. It's actually the same link that we have on our page. Yeah, I love how they uh, said, though, that the guys there admitted that it was not sexy work and has been difficult to motivate people to understand the massive housekeeping tax until basically the new project said, you need to do this. <laughs> you have to go and actually do this. That sucks. But oh, no, I have to deal with this every single time we get a new satellite receiver, every single time we get a new computer. This is what I have to deal with on a daily basis most of the time. So now I just, I feel like, oh, good, it's not just me. No, no, Granted, it's mine's not, not going to take four years to complete, especially since they're only allowed to work during the maintenance times during the winter. <laughs> and they're also not having to deal with, uh, I don't have to deal with equipment that's been in place since 1959. Ugh. My favorite part of this also is the fact that they, uh, the engineer started the process in June by referring to a database that documents every cable's technical features, function, and location. But of course, the database is not 100% reliable, so they actually oh, have to go not. Uh, and check everything in the database. If it were reliable, then that means people would have documented everything. Yeah. Uh, they said from experience that they've gotten in the past few weeks, they can say about 2% of the cables that were expected to be obsolete are in fact still in use. Oh, oops. So out of the possible 9,000 cables, let's see, 9,000... About 180 then that are still in use? Yeah, no, I feel for these guys. I really do. It does indeed kind of suck. Yep. What also sucks is having your tablet have an error on it during, you know, a place a playoff game. Oh, 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 you mean the Microsoft brand Surface tablets? Yes. That for some reason, all of the commentators actually got correct during that game. <laughs> If you recall, we, we had previously reported that uh, people kept calling them iPads. Yes. iPad this, iPad that. Oh, the team's looking at their iPads. And Microsoft's like, look, they're not iPads. Call them what they are, Microsoft Surface tablets. Well, that wasn't a problem this time. They probably wish they had been calling them iPads. 
because they all broke. Only on one side. They only broke for one team, which doesn't make it better. Oh, jeez. Yep. It was the, the Patriots, I believe. Yep. So in the AFC title game, you know, the game that determines who goes to the Super Bowl, uh, the Patriots tablets stopped working. Just for like 20 minutes. <laughs> it's not that much. And they really don't use the tablets for a lot. They use them for like looking at the previous play. But yeah, they were kind of upset. Yeah. That's, oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right, so I'm watching the video right now of the guys. They, at the bottom of the article, there's a picture there of the guys literally trying to diagnose what's going on. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Right. Oh, it sucks. I mean, these, these tablets take a lot of abuse. Yeah, there's a picture right above it of... um. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers literally throwing one in disgust. Yeah. <laughs> and the people around him were like, shit, no, don't, you can't do that. Oh. Where's those tough books when you need them? The military ones? Yeah. Uh, I don't, mm -mm. don't know. Do not know, sir. Do not know. Uh, militia radios. Yeah. Tell me about so, this. Um, this seems like it's right up your alley. Which, uh, it's kind of funny. Somebody went and uh, basically studied the pictures of all the uh, Oregon militia people. Yeah. And they're saying like, oh, yeah, no, they've got these like $3,000 assault rifles and multi-thousand dollar this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, but they're communicating using $30 radios that have no encryption. <laughs> so everyone's listening to everything they're saying. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no, you can, uh, you can get a, a $50 software-defined radio to plug into an iPad. Basically just hit Seek, and you can most likely find out what they're using. Wow. Really? Yeah, no, these, uh, it's, a, it's a long article, but basically, yeah, no, it's like, really, guys, you're... Are they still in the, the shed? I don't know. But they also, guys, have also figured out what channels they normally use as well. So it's like, oh yeah, they're going to use this channel, this channel, and this channel. And sometimes they accidentally use the ham band channels, which I know plenty of ham radio guys who's basically, it's their job to try and hunt down people who are using the ham radios illegally. <laughs> I, I laugh if that's what gets these guys. It's like, it's not that you're occupying federal land, it's that you you are broadcasting uh on a radio frequency that you do not have a license for yeah oh occupation in oregon fizzles out uh could have turned out worse a lot worse okay oh the leaders had been captured tuesday night during a conf a confrontation with law enforcement officials in which one occupier was killed Oof. wow how come that's not, like, all over the news? That was yesterday. Well, Tuesday was not yesterday. Tuesday was a couple days ago, but... but no, yeah, if we, this was kind of funny. It was like, really, guys, $30 Chinese radios that you're using? Just knockoff radios? Yeah. Okay. So, note to self, if I ever go into, like, some 
situation where I'm trying to be covert. Don't buy my radios from Radio Shack. These guys aren't even buying They're buying them from, like, eBay from overseas. Andy, I need you to design me a radio broadcast system with a modulating encryption on a rotating frequency. You mean, like, everything else that sped, uh, spread spectrum? Yes. That sounds good. I need it by next year. <laughs> I'll work on that. Okay. <laughs> oh, Android ransomware. That sounds bad. Yeah, no. Um, what's interesting about this one, though, is the fact that it not only um, encrypts all of the uh, stuff on your Android phone. Yeah. But uh, well, actually, it will take your browsing history and also say, if you don't pay us, we'll send your your browsing history to all of your contacts on your phone. Oh, that sucks. Which I was like, ooh, my browsing history. But then I realized that the the malware is disguised as a porn app. So I'm like, oh. Probably not going to actually download that. No. And if you have Microsoft Play installed on your phone, um, are protected from this app. So Wait, if you have what installed? Sorry, Google Play. Okay, (laughs) what? So if you have the Play Store installed... Um, and you also are running, well, if you either are running more than Android uh, Lollipop or newer, or you have the Google Play Store installed, you cannot fall for this hack because they literally put <coughs> a fake screen on top of the uh, allow device to have administrative access screen. That's really clever. Holy crap, I'm looking at how they did this. Yeah. That's really clever. Those fuckers yep wow so yeah so there's ransomware coming to android well there is ransomware on android phones okay well then you are giving this permission to erase everything change your passwords wow upgrade android and don't loud don't download pornomania (laughs) or just be very careful when you download (coughs) oh excuse me uh, download third-party apps. And don't download Pornomania. Yes. That's just, that is very clever. Also clever, Pandemic Cthulhu. Yeah, I saw them. Like, really, even Pandemic is going on the Cthulhu train? It's the new zombie train. Ugh. Cthulhu. Okay, come on. This is, this is clever. This is really clever. Like, it's just a reskin of Pandemic, but it's yes. really clever. No, yeah, it is. Because when the when the the disease, you know, when you lose, it's not that the disease has taken over the world, it's that the world is being torn apart by ancient gods. Yeah, no. I'm I've never really been a fan of Lovecraft stuff. No? Did no. you ever read any of of his stuff? Nope. Maybe I'll put that as a uh, as a book club book. Speaking of which, did you read Dracula? I did not. I will not be attending tonight. I would reiterate something I told you earlier today, which is my parents are in town. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I forgot about that. My apologies. So I, will, I will not be participating tonight. Parents come first. That is yep. very true. Uh, Reddit has their Android app in beta test. Closed beta. You know, I've never done Reddit on my phone. I use a, a popular Android app called Reddit is Fun. And it's been very effective. I've enjoyed it. Hmm. But I am excited for Reddit's actual app to see if it's any better. Well, I'm glad they have a night interface. That's what I need to do with my 
Reddit homepages get the night interface. Cause that bright white screen is a bit much in the morning. Anything else? Uh, Apple VR, Google Skybender. What the heck are these? Apple is starting to work on a virtual reality, augmented reality project. Late to the party. And Google Skybender is supposedly their version. You know how there was Google Loom? Yeah, Loon. Loon. Well, Skybender would be like Loon, but with drones. And they were going to try and broadcast at 28 gigahertz, which is basically where 5G is supposed to be. Okay. So Google Loon 2.0. Yeah. Uh, This Apple thing, however, let's go back to that for a second. Because can we just say, like, how much this company has fallen? Like, oh, we're going to get into VR. Now that Oculus has released their first version and Microsoft has... How many months head start on HoloLens? Yeah. What? <laughs> what do well, you think? What do you it's think? Just like the Apple do? Watch, where it's like they suddenly realized, oh crap, we're not in this party. We like, need to wait, get something out this there. This is this is a thing. Uh oh. Again, more examples of Apple responding to the industry rather than defining the industry. Yeah. No. Because I think both of us will agree that when the iPod came out, that was completely different than anything else out there. And the the iPhone came out, that was completely Completely different than anything else out there. The iPad. Yeah. We we didn't believe the iPad would take off, but it did, and everyone else caught up. I I was fully wrong, and I will admit that about the iPad. Still think it's a stupid name. Is that more stupid than the Apple Pencil? Apple Pencil is just a stupid idea. Okay. It's not a stupid name. Apple has hundreds of staff working on VR projects. Okay, have fun. Knock yourself out. Yeah, way late to the party. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much, pretty much all that I want to talk about. Okay. Random review, sir. Random review. Go with your original. Go with, your Go with the original. All right, yeah. let's talk about Flux. F-L-U-X-X. Not the program on the phone, F-L-U dot X. No. It's not on your phone, sorry, on your on your PC, right? That's the, the nighttime app? Yeah. F-L-U dot X, or is F-L dot U-X, or something like that. Yeah, not that Flux, not the Flux that you use for soldering. Not a Flux capacitor. No. Flux the card game. It's a cute game. It's fun from time to time. For those who ha- have not played Flux before, it's kind of like a like a somewhat of a hand building game. Yeah. But it's called Flux because the way to win the game is always in Flux. The basically all the rules of the game are always in Flux. So the starting rule is draw one, play one. Yes. That is the starting rule. You draw a card, you play a card, you do what the card says. Many of the cards change the rules. So it could be draw two, or play three, or hand size limit of two, hand size limit of five. Yep. Those are bitch cards. Hand size limit of two. Yep. That sucks. Hardcore. So yeah, no. So the- what what about Flux, Andy? Why why are what are we reviewing with it? Did you just want to talk about it? 
Well, I want to say it's a it's a fun game. It's it's something that's really easy to explain to people. Yes. Because you just literally read the cards, and the, the, all the rules are literally out in front of you. Yep. It's a very, um, it's what I'd call a gateway game. Yes. In the same way that, like, Pandemic or Ticket to Ride are gateway games. Like, it's it's a way to show people there's more out there than Monopoly. Oh, Monopoly. Ugh. I maintain, sir, you don't play Monopoly the way it's meant to be played. Well, with the um, auctions, with the auctions, yeah, the auctions and the fact that there is a limit on the number of houses in the game. Are there? There, there is a limit to the number of houses in the game. So if you, if if the bank runs out of houses, nobody yeah. else can build anything until other houses are brought back from the board. Okay. By so selling you, them or mortgaging them. Yeah. So yeah, is if you mortgage them, then they get put back into the pool, and other people can use them. So what you got to yeah. do is, you know, get a monopoly, and then put four houses on all of them, and not build the hotels, and not build the hotels. No. Yeah. That way, other people cannot, you know, leapfrog you because there are no houses available. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No. The uh, it's also great about Flux is there's a lot of different versions of the game out there. Yes. Like. Cthulhu Flux. Yeah, Zombie Flux, Monty Python Flux, Star Flux, Batman Flux. I think there's a generic superheroes Flux. There's a lot of Fluxes. Yeah. A lot of Fluxes to give. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, nope, I guess that joke didn't fly. Uh, Nothing. So it's a fun game. It's very easy to learn. Very, very enjoyable. How much are each of the sets? How much are a set of Flux? That's an excellent question. Um, let's go to Amazon. Yeah, it looks like it's normally between uh, 15. Yeah, that's what it's looking like, 15. It's like some are 10, some are 20. Now, can I, in, in the same way that I can in Munchkin, can I combine different sets? You could, but that and makes do- the game go forever. Do a Monty Python slash Batman flux? You can, but since the the ways of winning are only specific to one deck, so there's not going to be a card that you know has a winning category of one Batman card and one Monty Python card. Oh. You could combine them together, but it, uh, normally that just backfires on people. Well, so that that's unfortunate. That makes the game a little less exciting. Yeah. Okay. Not all reviews have to be great reviews. No, it's it's a fun game. Like, and it's fifteen bucks for a deck, and you can get them whatever version you find interesting. All right, it's really easy for people to get into. Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What is the worst gift that you have ever gotten for your wife slash girlfriend? The worst gift. Yes, the worst gift you have ever gotten. Oh, see, when you had told me at the beginning. I thought you said the first gift. Oh no no, this is the worst. What is the, the worst first. gift you've gotten you've gotten for your wife or girlfriend? Yes. I don't think I'm I I can't answer that. Why not? I don't know what the worst gift was. Well, what do you think the worst gift has been? What has been the worst gift that I've given? Does it have to be the current girlfriend or any girlfriend? Well, it says for your wife slash girlfriend. So I don't, I don't gift. know. 
I mean, I did give a girlfriend at one point a two-pound block of solid chocolate. That's a lot of chocolate. She was very happy with it at the beginning. <laughs> was a little less than happy with me about three days into it when she was still eating a two-pound block of chocolate. Because it's a two-pound block of chocolate. Jesus. Um, I'm... Oh. It's possibly two things for mine. Yes, but I didn't actually get you that remote start. Yeah, at one point I was going to get Kate a remote start for her car. Uh-huh. Didn't actually get it for her because that was a that was a no. Okay. <laughs> True. Did not handle that very tactfully. And it's something that she doesn't want, so. Okay. So what was the worst thing you actually got her? What I actually got for her at one point, um, I got her jewelry very early in our relationship. Yeah, it was our first Valentine's Day as a couple. Yeah? Yeah, no, that was not the right color, size, stones. Oh. It was it was just wrong on basically all fronts. It's too bad. She did she did wear it for a while, but it just it no, that was that was bad. She does still have it though, so Okay. But yeah, no, that was that was a bad one. It was like, oh look at that, that's great. Um, yeah, no, that would probably be it. It was that necklace right at the beginning was like, oh, okay, not doing that again. Okay, then. Yeah, no no jewelry since. No jewelry. All right. Nope. Yeah, jewelry. Not, nope. Heck, when I even got her the engagement ring, it was an heirloom one, so I didn't have to worry about that one, and I both went to the jewelry store afterwards to figure out what she wanted actually for her wedding ring. So, yeah, no, no jewelry nope nope not gonna nope 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 okay nope well so then go with a two pound box yeah of two chocolate. pound two pound box of chocolate solid block of chocolate from whole foods oh jeez it's like a probably like a chocolate brick yep that is almost exactly what it was Oof. <laughs> kate's answer is the remote start was worse but I never actually got her that. It was never actually a gift. No. It was a planned gift, but never actually a gift. Okay, cool. Well, that... The worst gift. Huh. Yep. I have to think very carefully about what the first gift was. I don't actually remember that. I don't know what the first gift either was. Wasn't one of her first gifts to you like a 12-pack of Mountain Dew? No, no, no. I had left a 12-pack of Coke on her car. Okay. Or a giant bag of Skittles, one of the two. Yep, candy. That works. Except, you know, for a two-pound two-pound box of chocolate. Yeah, you, you gotta be careful with the candy. Oof. Alright then, well, I, uh... I, I guess that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.